Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all, to feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Welcome back, folks. So we've got this debate going on between the airlines and the Federal Aviation Administration, the FAA, versus the telecom carriers, Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, etc., who are trying to implement 5G, which is the future for telecoms. And now old arguments are coming back. The whole thing's being put on hold for the moment. And we bring in Brendan Carr, who's a commissioner of the Federal Communications Commission, the FCC, which has been overseeing and doing a heck of a great job, at least in, in the trumpet years, of promoting 5G. And we have Brendan Carr, who's a commissioner. Brendan, thank you for coming on. And I was talking to our pal Ajit Pai, uh, I guess last night or the night before at some length about this. This is one of the great screw-ups, and I don't understand what's going to happen here. Are we going to stop 5G C-band spectrum uh, just because the Federal Aviation Administration and the airlines are not prepared? And is it really dangerous? I mean, we did every test possible. The science said we should go ahead and do it. Now they're trying to stop it. What's up with this, Brendan? Well, Larry, this is a real bizarre turn of events. I mean, you'll remember better than anybody back in – 2015, 2016, the U.S. was falling behind in the global race to 5G. And 5G is not just this theoretical new uh, wireless signal. It is the economic platform that is going to drive jobs and economic growth. There's a study out there that says it's going to add $1.5 trillion to our GDP at 4.5 million jobs. And back in 2016, we were behind the eight ball. We had zero mid-band spectrum, which is one of the key bands. For 5G, uh, new infrastructure bills in this country had flatlined. And as you mentioned, then the chair of the FCC, my friend, your friend, Ajit Pai, uh, turned things around. In the last four years, one of the great success stories in terms of America's leadership was the fact that we secured a leadership role in 5G. The C-band was one of the key components of that. That was 280 megahertz of mid-band spectrum. Two years ago, the FCC looked at the science. We looked at all of the studies, and we looked at real-world experience, and we called the balls and the strikes, which is to say there is no harmful interference from C-band operations into the airlines. And at the 11th hour, things went entirely off the rails. Aviation stakeholders put pressure on the Biden White House, and they ended up caving to political pressure rather than sticking with the science. And it's a bad sign for America's tech leadership more generally. What first of all, why are they why is the White House folding on this? And second of all, what's the outcome going to be? The outcome is still TBD. You know, they they said that they are putting in place some two mile radius around airports and that they're going to continue the study. But it's very unclear how this ends. Once you open the door and said, look, we're not just going to stick with the science and the engineering and real world experience. We're going to start to take into account. Uh, political considerations, it's going to be very tough to get this back on the rails. And it was a weakness inside the White House. I think everybody could sense, the aviation industry could sense, and they realized if they push hard enough, uh, the White House would back down. And as you know, 
this really isn't new. We saw this during the Trump administration. We saw Department of Transportation on another spectrum band called 5.9. We saw NOAA weather radar up in 24 gigahertz. And all of them would try to push the FCC around. And in that circumstances, you know, the FCC chair, Ajit Pai, stood up. You had the back of good process and said, look, guys, balls and strikes have been called. We're not derailing this process. And we had strong people like you in the White House that shut, shut down this intra-agency political sniping. But unfortunately, the White House didn't do it in this circumstance. And it's going to invite more of this type of behavior. I mean, here's the thing. As, as you relate, we at the NEC, National Economic Council, we held interagency meetings constantly. And we had all the science people in. We gave everybody a chance at this. Uh, we had science and technology people in, but the FAA was part of this. The Commerce Department, the NTIA was part of this. We had the same problem with the Defense Department. But the science said, go ahead with 5G. And as you say, this is not some small, obscure thing. This is an economy-wide, everything will be you know, exponentially faster. It will affect almost every industry in the country. Uh, the software itself, and as you say, the, the contributions to GDP is huge. The contributions to jobs uh, are huge. I don't know what leg they're standing on, Brendan Carr. In other words, I, I don't understand. Is, is this? Let me ask another question somewhat cynically. Is the airline industry holding out for gigantic federal money subsidies uh, to rebuild their what, altimeters and all that goes with that? Is that what this is about? There's been a little flavor of that. There's been people floating out there this idea that maybe some of these aviation uh, stakeholders have outdated altimeters. And they're looking for a way to get those upgraded. But I don't think that explains the entire uh, episode that we have here. I think part of it is just, you know, that intra-agency politics that we've been seeing as Spectrum becomes more important. You know, the FAA doesn't want to defer to the FCC, but yet that's the process that Congress decided. They said, we don't want this decided inside the executive branch. We want an independent agency of experts to do this. And, you know, we've just been seeing increasingly agencies that don't like this. And look, the science is clear. Aviation industry first said we need 100 megahertz spectral separation to prevent harmful interference. At the FCC, we doubled that. We put 200 megahertz in place. And now... It's even double again. It's 400 megahertz because this early deployment is on the low end. And the studies that aviation put in, it just doesn't bear out their argument. They said we need something like 15 dBMs to get technical for a second. Uh, and anything above that, we could potentially see interference. Well, they fly in and out of France today at power levels thousands of times uh, higher than that 15 dBM level. So the aviation industry's own actions uh, refute the studies that they're putting into the FCC's record. I mean, are they really going to hold up airplanes, air flights? Is, is, that what's, is that what they want? I mean, that'll, that'll wreck the economy even more. Yeah, you're right. Look, the good news, I think the, the FAA is starting to uh, clear more uh, types of aircraft to fly into the U.S. And why they couldn't have done this two years ago, this was a mm -hmm. March 2020 decision from the FCC, just boggles my mind that somehow we're in this shape. On the eve of the 5G lighting up, we had um, countries saying that they had never heard of this issue before, and they were worried about sending their airlines uh, into U.S. airspace. So, you know, the FAA needs to get going and clear these airlines because the science is clear here. But, Dave, all, all these countries, uh, what is it, 40 countries around the world are employing 5G mid-band and still flying airplanes. 
You're exactly right. Nearly 40 countries. Some are doing it with a uh, smaller spectral separation, a smaller buffer than we have in the U.S. Some are, you know, lower power in different locations. But also remember, right below aviation C-band, there's high-powered government radars that are something like 10,000 times more powerful than C-band. So if those 10,000 times more powerful radars slightly below C-band aren't interfering with aviation, then the C-band operations aren't going to do it. So again, this simply cannot be explained based on the science, the engineering, or real-world experience. And it seems like it came to some sort of intra-agency turf war, which you are very familiar with. But instead of people like you at the top of NEC saying, enough, we're moving forward with the science, uh, not with this bureaucratic backfighting we got here. And again, I'm just worried that the signal this is going to send, because C-band is very important, but there's other spectrum bands out there. There's other tech uh, decisions that we have to make to extend U.S. leadership, and we're showing weakness. And again, I think it's part and parcel of chaotic decision-making inside this administration. Yeah, my biggest worry on that point, Brendan, is that there'll be no capital investment into 5G and then 6G and so forth and so on. Anyway, thank you, Brendan Carr. Commissioner of the Federal Communications Commission. I'm Larry Kudlow, folks. Other side of the break, we're going to look at the stock market, and it is having a rough year. Stocks are plunging. Why is this, and what's an investor to do? I'm Kudlow. We'll be back after this. <laughs> 